and we are back. A little Sunday night late edition, a little NFL week seven recap. A uh, sad week seven. Oh yeah, just pitiful. <laughs> pitiful, <laughs> pitiful week. Uh, I, I don't know how you feel about your game, but I feel like we snatched defeat from the jaws of victory once again. Absolutely. We, we, dude, we like, if losing was an art, we had, we made a masterpiece today because we're up 17 to nothing in the fourth quarter. And, uh, man, you should have seen, uh, like, I, I don't know why I did it to myself. Went up there and popped on the post game show. The one from the Eagles website, yeah. dude. And Chris McPherson was losing it, dude. And I'm, like, I've never seen this dude even raise his voice before, dude. Yeah. And he was fucking losing it, dude. He, he's, um, he's a black guy, but he's as white of a black guy as Gus Johnson. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. like, he's one of those he's dudes. He's cookie cutter. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. Uh, super fucking buttoned up, you know what I mean? The whole nine yards. And like I said, I've never seen him lose his composure, dude, like ever. And uh, he's worked for the Eagles for over a decade, you know what I mean? He's been a, you know, staple of the of the website, or of the Eagles, uh, you know, how you got your crew of dudes yeah, yeah. that work for your uh, team and your website. And he's one of them, and uh, man, dude, he was so angry, like, like losing it, like, like mad as fuck, screaming at the camera, <laughs> dude. Like, I, I'll show it to you after the cast, cause it's yeah. only, it's as soon as you, it's, I mean, it's you pop up the post game show, it's immediate. He's just I'm giving a barrage and throwing his arms up, and Ike Reese is, I think Ike's thinking what I'm thinking, like, man, I ain't never seen this dude like this I didn't know before. He was capable. Yeah, yeah, cause it's him and Ike Reese. They always do the post game show together, you know, and Ike's always super. Uh, uh, all uh, Mr. Eagle, man, he's always, he never bashes the team, like, even on WIP, man, because I think Ike has to walk that thin line like the other guys, they work at WIP. Strictly, they're not. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ike works for both. He has a show on WIP, and he also works for the Eagles, so he has to be a little more, I think. Uh, yeah. He can't be as honest. But like I said, McPherson, he straight up works for the Eagles and still lost it on him today, man. Yeah. It was hilarious. So uh, as far as that goes, seeing that guy mad, you know. For me, it's weird because my personalities, I almost wish I didn't even listen to the actual team thing. It's good because you get official information. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're getting it straight from, from the source. But yeah. you're going to get their version of things. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, give me the man on the street. Give me the guy who's not affiliated with the team. Yeah. But who's in, like, you know, like like our, for the Browns, is uh, ESPN 850, that crew of guys. Mm -hmm. A couple of them do the same thing you're saying. They, you know, they, like, Joe Thomas can't talk shit about the exactly, Browns. Exactly, yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? He's still part of, like, the structure. Yeah. But, you know, it, but Nathan Zagura, poor bastard, he has to, like, go along with everything. Like, it's, he, I mean, he'll say things aren't going great, but he's doing it with a smile yeah. somehow. Because if you're a Browns guy, how are you going to put a positive spin on something? 365 dude like you say your guys he's you know losing it it's because you guys are just now doing what we've been doing for years blowing games you don't have no business blowing yeah and it's you i hate to say you get numb to it because i'm super angry when it's happening and for the first hour after it happens oh. it feels like someone kicked me in the gut yeah i was super upset until i got here and me and you talked yeah and like my anger and disappointment well, I, I also digested it, I think, as well. But at the same time, uh, I was just like, 
maybe it was venting with you about it, and we yeah. both had lost, so we were both like uh, sharing the our ridiculous losses. Yeah, too, man. sharing our disappointment. Sucks, man. It sucks losing. It does. It does. And I, I mean, I, it's actually a testament to my spirit that I'm still not used to it. I don't. Yeah. Every somehow every week I expect to win. When when we're in the game, I expect just that one play to go my way. Buddy, it never does. Never. I, I do feel though this is the I mean even though we lost again today, overtime fourth overtime game in seven games, we'll get to the record pretty quick. The <laughs> record's five. I'd say we'll have that by the bye. We'll at least be tied for that. There's no way. Well, it's just the structure of our team. Yeah. We're going to have to hang around. Yeah, because your defense doesn't allow anybody to kick your ass. So you're always in the game. You're never out of the game. And Baker, uh, you, you, I've seen you guys be – you were down by a few scores and got back in it, right? There was a good gap. When there's a two-score two yeah. gap. Yeah, um, our defense got us turnovers, and we finally started putting them in the end zone. We uh, we had we had two trips within the 20 that came away with, with bupkis, nothing. We got that one I told you about earlier where we got the ball at the end of half. On the 20, we take two shots in the end zone, uh, throw a five-yard pass to Ratley, and then on fourth and five, we go for it. We should just kick the points. We're down 16-2 to two at this point. Just take the points going into half. Just to, something. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They go for it. Baker ends up fumbling. After he's ran for the first down, but the ball didn't cross. The whole thing could have went worse. They, we fumble out of bounds, and it's their ball. Whatever. Second half, we march all the way down the field, get in the red zone, get to the one-yard line on third down, run it on third down, don't get it. Baker tries to run a quarterback sneak, and we don't get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then that's two trips. Within you got you got to come away with points, or we're not good enough to overcome deficits mm-hmm. like that yet. You're, we're not going to score at will. When we're down there, we got to get points, even if it's not. Hey, I don't be boring about it, but if you if you're not getting seven, you better get three. Or come away with something because our defense will keep us in games. Because the Buccaneers, they move the ball up and down the field. But if you can get turnovers, mm-hmm. you negate some of those trips. You and know have what I mean? good red zone defense. It gives them empty yards, basically. Yeah. It's deflating. Yeah, we had one drive that was empty yards where we drove it all the way down, and Cody Parkey missed a 36-yard field goal, only three yards longer than an extra point. You should yeah. make a 36-yarder, man, like – you know, uh, so there's an empty possession. But again, we should be punching these in. Uh, also, uh, like I said, man, Wentz kind of blew this game for us today. That's reality, man. He 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 blew the end of this game uh, for sure. But the defense also blew the game, giving up 21 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, that's how'd it go? Like, what were they scoring on? What were, what was working for them that they could just run? Because, like I said, it was 14 nothing last time I saw a score. Well. The initial drive where they first scored, they just uh, we just ran like prevent defense. We just put everybody back on the sticks and let them throw everything they wanted underneath, and uh, they just did it all the way up the field real quick. Scored a touchdown. Uh, then the second drive was basically the same thing. Even when we would have everything covered, it was man covered. Cam would take off and get a big gain and get to pick up the first down. So they did that. And then the third drive was, yeah, it was getting close. You know what I mean? Time was ticking down. We ended up holding them to a fourth and 10 and gave up a 35-yard play to Torrey Smith. It wasn't even a long play. It was a little slant over the middle, and Jalen Mills missed the tackle. Torrey Smith ran it running down the field, 35 yards, changed field position, got them on the other side of the 50. 
momentum all on their side. We can't stop them at all, dude. They're just making first down after first down, drive it right in, punch it in for a touchdown. We get the ball back with a little over a minute left, uh, and um, Carson Wentz launches it downfield, uh, and it would have been a touchdown, but they had to do, they had to tackle Alshon Jeffrey, um, or he would have probably caught it and ran it right in for a touchdown. So we draw the PI, get the great field position, um, then Carson Wentz uh, audibles into a run play on first down, or second down maybe, because uh, uh, and then it got us on the seven yard line and then that's like I said it was third and two on the seven with 39 seconds left and that's when he took the shot to the end zone double coverage terrible decision mm-hmm. where I wish we would have picked up the first down have all that option and then yeah, yeah. exactly and we had two timeouts bad 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 uh, uh, IQ football IQ is what that was uh, bad uh, here's what I'll say too is I'm yet to see Carson Wentz win us a game like the, in those circumstances. Be down, drive it down the field, punch it in, and win the game. He's yet to do that. Uh, he's had three opportunities now to do that. Now I'm not saying like I'm not like I know game-winning drives. They they categorize a lot of stuff in there that I wouldn't necessarily categorize as a game-winning drive. I'm talking about when there's less than, you're under the two-minute warning, you need a touchdown, or even a score, but uh, let's say a touchdown, you got to drive down and get the touchdown under the two-minute warning. A lot of, you know, that's, a two, that's to me, a game-winning drive, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he's yet to do that. He had an opportunity his rookie year against Detroit. He threw a pick. He had an opportunity earlier this year against Tennessee. He blew that. And now this game here, he blew it again. So I've yet to see that happen. Other than that, he's got everything else covered. I can't complain about anything else. That's what I would... That's what you want to see out of him, though. Exactly. That's what you want to see, man. Yeah. For sure. Because I know he's got it in him, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not the clutch part, though. Peyton didn't really have it. No, and a lot of that's opportunity, you know. Yeah, like, Peyton won most of his games because he was winning the entire game. We don't know if golf can do it. He hadn't had to. Exactly. You know? Neither did Wentz last year. Everything went well all year. Yeah. You know, he did have a rough game against uh, uh, Seattle, and he couldn't overcome it. Could have won that game. Uh, we had a chance to win that game, too. There's another one that we could have won at the end of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, it's just you know uh, that, that sucks. I, I'd like to see that because that's um, a valuable thing. Like like Ben, there's a guy that's got it, dude. That guy has has that. And he like for instance, who do you want? Game on the line. You need a touchdown. Under two minutes. Ball in your own twenty. You got to drive eighty yards down the field under two minutes. You want Ben Roethlisberger or Peyton Manning? Who I'll take you, Ben over the in that circumstance, yeah, right? Yeah, he's exactly. a big fat winner. I've said that for so damn he'll win the game. Peyton Law loses in that yeah. scenario more often. That's what separates Brady and, and Manning. Manning to me is Brady will go get it. He will go get it, and it, it'll all work out. 
Yeah, it, they, they have a similar dichotomy, or, or is that the right word? They have a similarity to uh, Marino and Elway, where Marino had better stats, you know what I mean? Lit up and wowed you numbers-wise, but Elway seemed to be more clutch and won, you know, yeah. Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, Manning obviously won two Super Bowls, but Tom won way more, and that's that's the dynamic between them two is similar to... Yeah. Uh, Peyton or uh, John and Dan Marino. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. You want the guy who's going to go down, chips on the line, put his balls on the line, go out there and win the game. Yeah, and I know that's what Wentz was trying to do when he went to Jeffrey. It just wasn't the right choice. Yeah. I get what you were trying to do, but you shouldn't have thrown that pass. You should have been smarter. Is what you should have been, and not thrown in the double coverage on third and two because now we're now it's fourth and two and the game's on the line <laughs> on one play. I just, yeah, that's what my uh, problem with Wentz is right now. And you're also kind of, like, spoiled because he did so much in year two. Yes. He's only in the third year. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, there's still, like, two or three more years of developing before he's going to be who he is as Mm -hmm. far as a quarterback in this league, you know? He's young as shit still. Yeah. But what sucks is our windows now as far as... So you pay him. uh, Yeah. And, and, And not only that, not just paying him. We got a lot of old guys, man. Jason Peters is old. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins is old. Brandon Graham's up there. Michael Bennett's up there. Uh, Chris Long's up there. All, you know, even I know those guys are free agent guys we just got, but we don't have even Fletcher. With the team the way it's built now. Yeah, you know. and, and like let's say we re-rack it and get new guys three years from now, by that point, Fletcher Cox is going to be old. Yeah. You know, we're, 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 a year, we're in the smack dab middle of Fletcher, Kimes, Fletcher Cox prime. He's peaking. I'm not saying he's peaked yet. I would say he's in the middle of his peak right now. Yeah. But eventually, once it goes downhill, it's that's what it's going to do. It's going to go downhill. Julius Peppers peaked at one point. He's still in the league. He's still a great player, but he's not Peppers for the Panthers back in the day. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Yeah, man. It's all. It's it. That's the reason I'm excited for what we actually have going right now yeah you got youth but we're not yeah but we haven't even the window's not even in sight yet it's we're so far away we don't need to learn how to win we need to learn how to close we need to play disciplined football but if you but browns fans don't want to hear it just because they're so they've been kicked for so long yeah they want to win now i can't and they want to believe that everything's wanting to be for now but when you're starting a rookie quarterback a rookie left tackle rookie running back and a rookie receiver we're not playing for now we're talking about next year and the year after that and we're going to be hell to fucking deal with. Mm-hmm. Those dudes all co- come up together and Baker is what he's supposed to be. We're going to be absolute hell to deal with. I mean, but, well, it, but the Browns fans are tired of the plan. It's always this plan. Can't blame them. You know what I mean? But we've never seen the end of the plan. Yeah. We get like a quarter of the plan. We scrumple, crumple it up, throw it in the trash, can't get a new plan. And we've done this for six cycles, I believe we're on mm-hmm. now. That that exact same, we've got our head coach, new GM. This, these are the guys. And then, you know. Then Brady Quinn doesn't work out, so we got to crumble yep. that plan up and get a new plan. Man's out don't work up. Crumble yeah, our yeah, plan, yeah. move on. Yeah, yeah. When, with Weed, you were getting a twenty-nine-year-old rookie. Now, how was that the plan? I don't know. That was asinine. How's that and then, the plan? And then what happened before that game even started? Him getting trapped under the flag. Doomed. That should have been all we needed to see right there. Mm-hmm. So we're on the six, six version of said plan. Yep. But I do believe Baker's going to be the one. 
Yeah. I do believe he I is. I believe it too. It feels that way. But like how you say you need to see Wentz show you things. Yeah. I need Baker. I he, that of course I need that. But before I even need that, he needs to start fast one game. He needs to get out there and get in rhythm and start dealing. It, it is the first half of the last three games. We're, we've got nothing. We're we're having trouble getting first downs. Yeah. But then something happens in the second half, and we're the globe trotters all of a sudden. Yeah. With terrible receivers, we're still zing 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 yeah. down the field. That's funny. Today Chubb ran well. Uh, the first half, I actually documented all of his runs because I'm going to write a piece up for it. But um, the whole Carlos Hyde thing. Mm-hmm. If you're listening now, Carlos Hyde was traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars on Friday for a fifth-round pick. But the whole thing was a move just to get Chubb more carries. Yeah. Because in the grand scheme of things, the way he's developed, Hyde wasn't going to be there next year anyway. So you're just getting assets for a guy who was going to be your third stringer eventually because mm-hmm. Duke has his role. You know what I mean? Yep. So Chubb gets out there. The first half was very Hyde-esque. He had like 24 yards on eight carries. Hard-fought yards, too. I mean, he was mm-hmm. running hard, but that's all he was getting. Running them all at a shotgun. He has, uh, The second half, though, he came out and he had 56 yards on 10 carries. That's when we were moving the ball. That's when we, that, that fills in the gaps in the passing game. You're able to just get chunk yards, chunk yards. Mm-hmm. and then, then it opens it up for Baker, and Baker's able to do some stuff. You know what I mean? He looked good for his first action. He's got one touchdown, which that's where we're going to miss Carlos. Around that goal line, Carlos is a monster. He's got a good nose for scoring, and that's underestimated in this league. Yeah, it is. You know, and and, and Jacksonville was right to get him in their situation, waiting Mm -hmm. on Leonard and Lynn being hurt. And uh, it wouldn't be a bad thing to have uh, him next year with uh, Fournette, you know, backing Fournette up, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. That's That's a good move on their part. And we're just going with that youth movement, so he wasn't a part of the long plan anyway. I'm sure he was when they got him, and then they drafted Chubb where they got him, and then Chubb came into camp and looked good. Mm-hmm. That changed your future yep. real quick. So For sure it does. And they didn't ask him to pass block much today. They they, hit, they, they were able to hide him pretty successfully because that's what I was worried about. I was watching for that. And he didn't, wasn't asked to do a lot on pass protection. He actually caught a couple passes. You know what I mean? That was... That's where it is out with him. And Duke really didn't get much. Duke was getting about the same amount of run he was getting when Hyde was there. I figured it would be much more of a close to a split when Hyde got out of the way. I don't think they were going to give him all to Chubb. You know what I mean? He had 80 yards on 18 carries, though. That's not terrible. No, that's not bad. You know, and a touchdown. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's what's got to improve with that. But even then, the first half, it's like we're trying to ice skate uphill, man. Yeah. We're getting <laughs> yeah. nowhere. It is terrible. And That's funny too, because when Baker first came <laughs> in, uh, his first game, he lit it up. He came in two, around two minutes to go in the first Shredded. half. Went right down the field on the Jets, and they got a field goal going in the half. Just then, the second half. Yeah. He hasn't thrown for under 200 yards in any game, including that game. Yeah. He got 200 yards in basically a half. Of That's football. awesome. I wonder what Dak ended up getting earlier. Beat by three. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I don't know what the what stats were. I know Zeke didn't kill me in fantasy nah, this week. Zeke only got 35 rushing yards. Yeah. Second lowest total of his entire career. I can't – I don't know anything. I, I can't call Washington. I don't know what it is. Me either, man. I don't know. And they got this new guy today, uh, number 46. It's weird. It looks like – it to me it looks like uh, Alfred Morris because it's a, a redskin yeah. running back wearing 46. Like, well, 46 – I want to say one thing is weird for a running back anyway. That's a weird running. That's a fullback number. Fullback right? or maybe a safety. Yeah. 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 It's Capri Bibbs, isn't it? 
that yeah, name? Yep, Bibbs. Yeah. Uh, and he looked good, dude. He, He's looked, the, he was doing Chris Thompson's role Exactly. That. That's what I was getting ready to say, man. It looked just like Chris Thompson was out there, dude. He's catching screen passes. Dude, just doing it all, man. Like, because uh, I already think Chris Thompson's really good anyway. You know, now I got this dude, too, to deal with. Like, they got two of those guys. Like, man, dude, that sucks. Yeah, I didn't watch the game. How did Peterson did all right? I watched. Yeah, he had a pretty decent yeah, like game. I don't know yards. how much. Yeah, I, I don't know. I watched one of those uh, YouTube highlights. They're detailed highlights. Yeah, They're no, about dude, they ten do, minutes. Yeah, it's not even just YouTube. It's the NFL puts that on. Yeah, but yeah. It's, I'm just subscribed yeah, they, they, to their they, they channel. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. They do a good job. You get about two. You get anywhere from two to four minutes, depending on how good the game was, of like. All the awesome shit. Yeah, this highlight was about 10 minutes. Yeah, it depends on how much stuff goes yeah, on. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I watch those for the Browns all the time. And the teams that they're like, the next week we'll play the Steelers. Steelers are on a bye this week. So that's interesting, though, because we play the Steelers. You think they have Levy on next week? That was the rumor was if he was, going to, if he was going to report, it was going to be before week seven. Yeah, but uh, they're reporting that the Steelers, they've said this publicly, that they don't expect him to show so hell yeah sit at home take it easy Lev Bell we don't need to see you this week we got Jay, I mean Connor's doing all right yeah he is but I'd much rather play take my chances yeah play James Connor than play Lev Bell well you're not going to play uh here here's what you're going to do you're either going to play the Steelers and James Connor or you're going to play the Steelers and Le'Veon Bell and James Connor that's what you're going to yeah. do. So when you do, you're going to get some James Conner in there, and he's going to be fresh when he is in there uh, if that happens. So, Or vice versa. Well, last year, Love Bell set out the whole training camp and then showed up week one and played and what, us. great. And we we held him in check, dude. He didn't do shit against us, mm -hmm. but he was also super rusty. Yeah. Took him a few games. Actually, I think it was like week four or five before he actually was Love Bell again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Good, though. Sit home. Waste your prime. Yep. Go ahead, man. That's what you want to do? You know that's how you want to be remembered? You know, this what this what you do now echoes in eternity. Shit. Yep. You know that's what that's what, this, your, this is your stage. This is your yeah. platform. My, they're, they're, I, you know, and I hear them all. They all make. They're young. They only got a, a limited time to make as much money as possible. But goddamn, he made fourteen million last year. Um, at what point do you just become glutton? And at what point do we weigh out winning a championship too? Yeah. Like, if I I don't know, man. Like. You, Fourteen million is a lot of money, man. He made it in one year, one season. Dude, Kirk Cousins made a career out of being franchised. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not the end of the world. To make your way, because you, the year you're franchised, you make tons of money. Mm -hmm. If they want to franchise you two years in a row, they're not allowed doing it three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can just they, suck it up. You could, you could have played this year, and they could have franchised you next year. You could have done whatever you wanted. They franchised him this year. He's in the fran. He's tagged. Yeah, yes, I'm saying he was last year too. This yeah. is. A, they couldn't do it three. You can't do it three years. Yeah. So I mean, that's. Yeah, he should have just played. Just played out and go make your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants to be the highest paid back in the league, which is doesn't make sense. He doesn't. He he shouldn't be the highest paid paid back in the league because he's not the outright best back in the league. He's up there, but it's close, man. Todd Gurley and him is who I would have said. Now I think Saquon's up there too now. But uh, I think yeah, it was between him and Todd Gurley, and Zeke's pretty close up there too. But the difference is Bell is uh, what thirty or uh, twenty six, probably twenty seven. He's twenty six years old. Yeah. So you get 
four more years out of him. That's that's a lot. It is. I think he accounted for the most offense, like because mm-hmm. he catch so many. He passes, also has too. a lot of miles on him. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that was his worry: is that if he reports for this franchise tag, they're just going to run him into the dirt and make him useless. That's your fucking profession. Mm-hmm. That's your job. You are a workhorse back. You know what I mean? If you're going to, he, I think he was second on their team last year in receptions. Yes. Yeah, so you want to, you want us to pay you more than any running back ever, and you want less touches. Basically, yeah. What? Yeah, at least have, th- at least this year he doesn't want to be ran in the dirt as he's being franchised, so he wants to get that long term. Okay, deal. let Ben get but another year But nobody ever older. finishes that long term exactly. deal, man. So you're going you're going to sign some five year monster deal where you're getting paid roughly what you're making per year now, but for five years yeah, straight. You know what I mean? That, in, yeah. That's what you want. You he, want this that guaranteed seventy five million dollar five year deal with forty five guaranteed up front day yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And no one ever finishes those. We're watching it now. How young is Odell? He's young as fuck. He ain't going to finish that deal. Nope. Ain't no way. He's too much of a cancer. The people who put money in front of the game, like how you were talking about Bosa earlier, when you put money in front of the game, you lose sight. You know what I mean? And, and then it's not... I'll it's say a, one thing. Those guys are never the best. They're never... You, yeah, you they're always like number two or three. They'll never be the... Exactly. They'll never be Jerry. They'll never be Jim Brown. They'll never be uh, Lawrence Taylor. Those guys, Ray Lewis, you know, you know the, the, to be the best. And, and by the way, those guys are richer. Richer. than Like Jerry Rice has had way more money than Andre Rice. And guarantee it. From endorsements. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Once, yeah. you, once you are a winner, you're, you're a winner for life. Terry Bradshaw still makes money and still in commercials because he won, man. You know what I mean? Yep. He might not have been. I bet Joe Namath made more money. Now I can't say he talks shit on that. Joe probably makes tons of money too, still. But there's other people. He's that, a hologram talking to people yeah. right now. I'm sure he's paid for that. Yeah. Well, I, there are a lot of players that were great while they were in the league and they made a bunch of money while they were in the league, but they didn't win. So they don't get a. There's a lot of forgotten players, you know. Oh what yeah. I mean? um, Absolutely. Yeah, like Zach Thomas. Where's that guy at, man? Yeah. Oh, dude. People who are Andre Johnson. I'm not saying Zach. Not Thomas. gonna be remembered. Yeah. No, yeah, but I'm not saying Zach Thomas was one of the money grubbers or nothing. I'm just saying, all the money he made in his life, uh, the bulk of it is going to be from those football years. But he's not going to do commercials. He might do local commercials, <laughs> like say car dealerships, exactly, local exactly. flooring companies, and yeah, the yeah. kind of shit Bernie does. Yeah, yeah. But you're not going to see Bernie on a national uh, Campbell's Chunky Soup commercial or a fucking Sears commercial or something like that. You know yep. what I mean? You're going to. You know, Peyton Manning will be doing that stuff for the rest of his life. Yeah. And and Terry Bradshaw does those things because... Strahan will do that shit forever. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's, that's the difference. Like, being short-sighted, man, and making it about the money instead of, like, McNabb being the made, best. McNabb made that mistake, dude. I think McNabb would be a Hall of Famer if he won one. Don't you? Probably. I would say he'd probably be probably. a Hall of Famer. His numbers are worthy. Yeah. His numbers are borderline worthy right now. You put that that yeah. chip on there, and Man. he's got better numbers than a lot of the guys that are in yeah. because they have those, they have, they have the chip. So yeah, if he would have done what Tom done and willing to take a pay cut, man, let's get To paid. Fuck it, let's get this window. We well, but there's too a lot of ego. Get, uh, players get say that they're so competitive that the contract is something they also compete over. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Andre Risen said, like, you know, dude would show up to practice in a Lamborghini. He'd say, no, nah, I got to go buy one, but I got to go buy a better one. So I had to go buy one where you shift the gears on the steering wheel. He's telling, and that 30 for 30 documentary broke. You know, he's telling that story. Yep. Like he, he played for you guys when he did it, too. Yeah. You idiot. Yeah, we, that was, I'll go down as one of the, our worst signings. We paid paid him mm-hmm. to get there. And he, he played all right, but not what he was paid. Yeah, Art Modell made the comment that he compared him to Jerry Rice when you guys signed him. Andre Rice and everybody made a big deal about it. And uh, I can't remember who it was, but somebody was like, uh, he wasn't wrong. I can't remember who uh, what said it, but he was like, talent-wise, he was like, Andre Risen was everything Jerry Rice was. He's like, and more. He's like, but uh, you had one guy that was committed to being the best and one guy that was just okay with being really good. Yep. That's, and so uh, there's a drive. There's a drive the great ones have that can't be measured. Yep. And, and they'll, they'll stop at nothing. You know? Yeah, like Dion told the story about Jerry Rice, or it was Steve Young, actually. They won the Super Bowl against San Diego, smashed him. Steve goes there to the facility the next day to clean out his locker, and Jerry Rice is out on the field catching passes. Yep, running routes. The, de- the next day after they just won the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah, and <laughs> and I believe Jerry's the GOAT. Yeah, he is. I agree. Uh, I believe he is the greatest football player of all time. I would agree with that, man. And what's crazy? I remember he, Joe asking us that. We uh, we agreed on that before. And the way football stats have inflated, the fact that still no one can touch him yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Because he played in an era where a dude could get killed playing this yep. position, and it wouldn't even be a penalty. It'd be a good hit, you know. And and his stats still obliterate. Yeah. Like. Michael Irvin, who's a Hall of Famer, has uh, 65 touchdowns. And if you triple his touchdowns, it still doesn't equal what Jerry Rice is. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, man. Jerry. Yeah, that is amazing. Uh, the closest person to him is either T.O. or Randy with touchdowns. And I think he's got a 30 over 30 uh, touchdown lead on them guys. That's three seasons for a good receiver. That's that's three AJ Green great seasons. Julio Jones. It would take him five years to get thirty touchdowns. This has got to be the leading guy in the league right now, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I would say so. Um, I wonder where he's at. I'm I bet sure he's got over hundred. I can look it up real quick. Larry Fitzgerald uh, stats. Let's take a guess though before we do uh, pop it up. I'm gonna say Larry has. Over a hundred, but under a hundred and fifteen. I was gonna say he has over one twenty. Over one twenty. I'm gonna say yeah, like one fifteen three or one twenty four, something like that. Yeah, that's my guess. And Larry's been doing this for a minute. Now. Yeah, career he has a hundred and eleven touchdowns. You so got we were, it. You won. Yeah, I was in the ballpark. Yeah, I said between 100 and 115. Yeah, yeah. 111. You think anyone else is... uh, has over 100? Uh, well, we know Chris Carter does. Cause no, we... no, I'm talking about still playing, though. All Who's the... active? The... No, there's nobody. That's active that has over 100? No, no. There's nobody. Larry's the senior receiver right now. Megatron's out of the game. He don't have 100 anyway. He's got 80-something. Um, Steve Smith's out of the game. Again, 80-something. Um, 
yeah, that hundred touchdowns is a uh, it's a milestone right there. Um, Looking at young players in the league, who thinks gonna get there? Oh man, not Julio. <laughs> uh, I could see Antonio Brown getting there if he can stay healthy. Uh, I could definitely see him doing it. Um, mm. Where do you think he's at? You think he's in? Let's you just, think let's, he's in the sixties yet? Fifty. You've been doing this for. You've been doing this. You've been putting up double-digit touchdowns for a few years now. Yeah, that's what I mean. He hasn't had a bad one, so uh, he's got 65, man. All right. And all he's right. been playing. This is his. Well, this is his ninth season, though. So that's a while, ain't it? He's one, been. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine seasons. So he's probably close to peak then. Mm-hmm. And then Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't you don't know think you think you can squeeze thirty-five more out in that career? I don't know. Uh, I don't know now. I don't know because you got a ball, dude. Larry's been doing this forever. Yeah, yeah. And he's only at one eleven. What's Julio at? Like fifty? Oh, yeah, Julio's way down. Yeah, he's all yardage. He's yeah, Dez smashes Julio. Dez has got like sixty-seven. Yeah, it's weird with Julio. All yards, no tutties. Yeah. I'm just trying to think who else would be on this list that could have a, have a shot at this. They're getting them type. I mean, Odell. Hey, let's, let's try to name the guys that's got 100. All right. Jerry, T.O., Randy Moss, Larry, Chris Carter. Steve Largent. Steve Largent, Steve Largent has exactly 100. I'm going to say that's it. Unless uh, Andre Reed has 100, but I don't think he does. But, um, okay, uh, yeah, he's only got 43, Julio Jones. New, yeah, 43, man. I thought he had pity. Yeah. Yeah, man. But the way the league's geared now, with all this scoring, like, there's got to be some guys who are going to get there. I wonder if we can forecast, like, you someone who has a shot, dude? Who's that? Adam Thielen. Yeah, that's insane. That's exactly who I was thinking. <laughs> Adam Thielen. Dark horse right there. That dude just scores touchdowns. Yeah. I mean. See, even Andre Reed, man, he's only got 87. Only 87. Listen to me. I'm talking shit. <laughs> 13,000 yards, 87 touchdowns. And he, it took him 16 years to do it. He played in a different era, though. You yeah, know he what did. I mean? Great offense, though, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, man, I really don't. I'm really not. I'm just, I'm just observing, thinking around, thinking around the league. Guys yeah, yeah. That have a shot to get there, and it's because you got to play forever. Yeah, yeah. To do it, absolutely. Like Holia's not doing it. No, no. He, and he, yeah, he can play. He's for been in the league time. since eleven. You know, we're at eighteen. Man, I'll tell you what. Might hold the thought on that Adam Thielen thing, dude. He's only got fifteen career touchdowns. This is third season, there. One, right? two, three, four. Fifth season. I thought this is his third. That's oh yeah, it ain't happening. Yep, he he fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, fifth seasons. Yeah, he's only how, got... how long's Diggs been in the league? One season less than that. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I I started really hearing him, really hearing their name a lot the last two years, you know what I mean? Like, last year's when they became premier receivers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like But they are a hell of a tandem, aren't they? 
I'm looking up uh, Stefan Diggs' stats. Uh, he has teammate of Adam Thielen. Yeah. Um. He has played. Whoa, this is hard. To, whoa. Uh, NFL references. Okay, four seasons. Fifteen. So yeah, one year after. You're right. Okay. And he has. Uh, eighteen touchdowns. So. Okay. He's got three I more got, touchdowns in one last season. I do got a guy. Michael Thomas. You think so? Well, here's the thing. You can't forecast who's going to play quarterback with next. Yeah, because Breeze. Breeze got, but, boy, but Breeze, man, he's still balling. Yep. We're still here. I mean, Michael Thomas is in his third season, right? And he's killing it. He's, yeah. He's absolutely killing it, man. Another dude, if he can stay healthy, is Keenan Allen. Yeah. I, that I, dude is the most. Here's what I'll say. Um. I'll say we're basically, uh, to guess this is basically just a wild guess because all these guys are good receivers and catch a lot of touchdowns. But what it comes down to is how long can you do it for? How long can you play? It's not even just that. We're also forecasting they're going to have a good quarterback, Mm -hmm. whether they're good or not. Well, Chris Carter had a lot of shitty quarterbacks in his career, and he still managed to do it. You know, DeAndre Larry. Hopkins. Yeah, Larry. So Hopkins, though. There you go. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Let's see what he's got. There's a – yeah. That would probably be the guy I would most lean toward. Uh, but, again, uh, if we were doing this uh, seven years ago, uh, Andre Johnson would be on the list. You know what I mean? It's – it basically comes down to how long can you play for at a high level. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. 76 touchdowns, dude. And one, two, three, four, five. Whoops. One, two, three, four, five, six seasons, 76 touchdowns. He's killing it. Dude. He's going to get there. He's doing it, he dude. He's going to get there. <laughs> That's he it, dude. He's got to be it, man. He's, and he did it with a lot of shitty quarterbacks. Yeah, and he's only got 6,000 yards receiving, 76 touchdowns. He wasn't supposed to be the guy out of Clemson. It was supposed to be Sammy Watkins. Well, he was there way before Sammy no. Watkins, wasn't one he? Year. he? One came, year. He was only in the league one year before Sammy okay. got there. Boy, it seems, it seems like Sammy's young. I just keep giving that dude. He came in, 14, he came in 14. Yeah, I, I just keep get, like making excuses for him, waiting on him to be the guy, and it yeah, he came in with Jordan Matthews, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, uh, 6,500 yards and 76 touchdowns. And he's just not really got a quarterback. Yeah. So we'll see what, see what see what's possible there. Out like, of those uh, six years, how many 1,000-yard seasons do you think uh, Hopkins has? Four. Three. I would have thought five. If you asked me, I would have said probably five out of six. Maybe his rookie year he didn't. Well, because he, he he was in the same Roddy uh, Julio scenario when he first got there, because Andre Johnson was still the man when he first got there. Yeah. So he had to like. Yep. Pass that torch. I'll tell you what, he is well on his way this year. I mean, he's got 700 yards right now, and we're not even eight games into the season. Yeah. So he's projecting 14, you know, which would be his second best season ever. Yeah, 2015. Man. I didn't give him enough respect at first either. Like, when he first came in the league, like, I didn't think it was, like... Uh, I was wrong, man. He's only scored 40 touchdowns. 76 is his longest ever. Okay, he, all right. Yeah. It's so, still not outside the realm of possibility of him getting there? Six seasons, yeah, because... 
But again, let's but let's just project it though. Six more seasons. That'll be twelve seasons. You double that. That's only eighty. Yeah, if you double it, but. Uh, he has to get lucky. He has to get lucky, and Watson has to be the guy. And it, the yes. next four years would be the critical part. Yeah. Where you got to score twelve to fifteen a year type shit. Yeah, you have to. To who's ever going to catch Jerry at one ninety seven? I don't think anybody. <laughs> I, mean, God, I don't dude. think anybody. And that's what's crazy to me is the league's geared towards that now, and no one's getting anywhere near that. Let's see how many yards Larry getting, has getting, or uh, uh, Jerry real quick. Getting half that is. Exactly. You're in the Hall of Fame if you get half, half his that. numbers. Largent has half of what he's got, basically. Largent has 100. Jerry Rice has uh, 197. Largent was a first ballot Hall of Famer. And one of only three or four. I can't remember. I know it's not very many. It's Hudson, Largent, um, the Chargers, one, uh, La, what's his name? Uh, Lance Allworth. Uh, so it was Hudson, Sta uh, Largent, Lance Allworth, Jerry Rice, and one more, maybe, maybe not. That might be the it. That's first ballot receivers at all. First ballot receivers. There's not many many of them at all. Um, so that's that's uh, and that's crazy. Like I said, Largent has half of what Jerry Rice yeah, has, half and he's a Hall first. Of fame. No, not only a Hall of Fame, first ballot, first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, that's amazing, dude. Like, because again, we only named six guys. That have ever topped a hundred, and Jerry is three away from having two hundred. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like his shit is so out there, man. That what are his yards? Twenty-two thousand yards. Jerry Rice has twenty-two thousand. <laughs> God, that is unreal, man. Twenty-two thousand yards on fifteen hundred receptions. Mike Orvin has seven hundred receptions. 1,500 receptions. So, hold on. So, Mike has... But Mike does have about half as many receptions. Yeah. But he only has a third of the touchdowns. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, even though he had all those more receptions, they were that much bigger. Yep. You know what I mean? And he's got 11,000 yards, too. That's what's funny. Half the yards Jerry does. Man. But Jerry played from 1985 to 2004. Yeah. And literally, only like the last two years were unproductive. He got he did like into two thousand two thousand one, still pretty productive. You know what I mean? Okay, two thousand one. Yeah, he had eleven hundred yards. Yeah, <laughs> he had eleven hundred yards, and uh, it was just like the last few years were the unproductive ones. Okay, two thousand two, he had twelve hundred yards. Okay, so two thousand one, he had eleven hundred yards, nine touchdowns. Two thousand two, he had twelve hundred yards. Seven touchdowns. 2003, 869, two touchdowns. 2004, 429, three touchdowns. Retired. Yep. So, yeah, it, he kind of fell off a cliff, but... Uh, for Jerry Rice. Uh, yeah, for Jerry Rice. That's amazing, dude. That's amazing. You know, and he and he, he played it smart, though, because he, he did his whole stint in San Fran and was, you know, he was the Z receiver. He's number one. Goes to Oakland, and they had co-headliners. They had him and Tim Brown. Tim Brown's another one, though. That dude, yeah, that dude was a baller. Man. They were on that Raiders squad together too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That he did it right though, because he he went somewhere where he didn't have to be a clear-cut one and shoulder mm -hmm. everything. Him and Tim Brown kind of did have both heavy lifting. Yeah, you know what I mean. And allowed, and it got him some extra years, and it also got him some single coverage. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? Because Tim was still in his. Tim's career is way shorter than Jerry's. Yeah. But he still is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, no, he came in the league in 80. I think he won. 87, he might have won the Heisman. And so 88 would have been his rookie year in the NFL, something like that. So he's three years, came in the league three years after Jerry and probably ended like a year or two before Jerry. Yeah. Still had a great career. That's how dope Jerry yeah. was. You yeah, know? exactly. But their primes were right on the same time. Tim's probably slightly later. Yeah, I wish it told me how many times, without me having to count them, how many times Jerry made all pro and pro bowl. Um, it's got the stats, but I'd have to count them. Yeah. It should just tell me uh, like it does right here with his his stats right there. You know what I mean? That would be cool. But, uh, man, I'll tell probably you what. Probably his Wikipedia page probably have, whatever, 10-time Pro Bowl or 13-time yeah. or whatever. I'm sure it's ridiculous, whatever it is. Yeah, he's had uh, some amazing seasons. He's got 1990. He had 100 catches for 1,500 yards and uh, 13 touchdowns. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's... Dude, how many touchdowns did he score in that Super Bowl? Six in the 94 Super Bowl, yeah, six. Oh, no, 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 no. He scored like three. Young threw six. I'm talking about the 1990 one against the, the Broncos when they did 55-10. Oh, who knows? I have no idea. When they hung 55-10 on him. I thought about at least two, maybe three. Yeah, in 1995... Uh, Jerry had, uh, okay, so in 1986, he had 86 receptions for 1,500 yards and 15 touchdowns. But I would argue 1990 might be his best season. He had 12, uh, 122 catches and 1,800 yards and 15 touchdowns. It's pretty awesome right there, ain't it, man? That's ridiculous, man. Yeah. That is absolutely ridiculous. Wow. He was amazing, man. Jerry Rice was so, and to do it in the years he did it is, it's outstanding. It's unbelievable. It really is. You know, if we were to bring anybody else up, it's it's going to make them look bad. Because you're comparing everything to Mount Everest now. Yeah. Anywhere we go from here, I could bring up, you name it, and he's going to dwarf their shit, man. He's got as many receptions as Moss has yards. Moss has 15,000 yards. Jerry has that many catches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's ridiculous. But he did it, man. Yeah. You know, he did it. Now everybody's going to be measured to him, and I don't think... We, I, what is going to outdo him? Like, it's going to be... But it does happen. It's, yeah, I mean, it does. We're talking about 15, Hudson. 20, 30 it happened years to, It now. happened to Don Hudson. His career stuff stood forever. Forever. Hey, that's what Jerry's going to be. He's going to be like Don Hudson, you know, where it stood forever. And then Largent broke it, and Largent didn't get a hold on to it very long. You know, Largent ended up giving his shit up to Jerry Rice soon. But for a long time, Hudson was, you know, and... uh as much as I'd say, Edmund will probably be a while too, man. The way the league is geared. Is, yeah, it's going to take a while before it gets back to the. To what the funny the ball. thing is, it's totally geared for Jerry's shit to get broken, and yeah. it's not going to happen. Nope. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know if anyone's playing now, he's going to have a shot. No way, man. Andre, Andre, uh, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, only six years, 40 touchdowns. There ain't nobody's even nowhere near the ballpark, man. No. Nowhere near it. 
you know, even Larry, man, he's got 111, and you, you know, Larry, it's just a matter of time. We, we, he could retire now and it'd be fine. Exactly. Nobody'd be like, whoa. Yeah. Shit. He went out too early. Yeah. He ain't, it ain't Barry Sanders. This ain't that. Which I wish I could make a wave a magic wand and let, let's just say get four more years out of Barry Sanders. Just four more. 14 seasons. You know. Yeah. We only got 10. Uh, and he's got 15 grand, you know. It's always when those guys walk out on top. That's yeah. always like the... Yeah, but he walked out not just on top. And in the middle of his prime still. Like, he was yeah. still the best. He was the best back in football. The best back in football. Like, it wasn't like... There wasn't no uh, disputing it. He was the best. You know, how many dudes do that? You know what I mean? No, like Jim. Him and Jim. That's yeah. Like, that's the parallel. That's That's... They're, they're, they have a couple connections. That's one of them. Yeah, I'd love to have seen what Barry could have done. The rat, you know, because just because we know he could have given more. You know, Walter gave us all we were gonna get. You know, Emmett gave us all. You know, we're gonna. You know, he could give. Emmett was awful at the end. You know. Yeah. Barry, Barry could have gave us so much more. But I hate to say this, I don't think Barry loves football. I don't think so either. I think for Barry it was easy to walk away because that record didn't mean shit to him. He did what he came to do, made his money, wanted to go do other things. You know, like it's, but he was the most talented running back I got to pl- see play football. Yeah. Um. Man, I'll tell you what, dude, I, I'm trying to see if this is right man but it looks like it says Barry Sanders averaged 150 yards a game that can't be right but yeah it says game and then AV mm-hmm. 150 what's that mean AV can't be 100 he did not average 150 a game uh, no no that can't be right no hold on let me see it Finished with 99 touchdowns, 15,269 yards, and 3,000 rushing attempts. That's five yards to carry, basically. And if he played 153 games and had that many yards, that's, that is that's, 100. that's 150 yards a game. <laughs> he averaged 150 yards yeah. a game. That is insane. Yeah, he played 153 games and he had 3,000 yards. That would be... That is insane, (laughs) dude. He averaged 150 yards a game. Man, dude, that is insane, dude. I can't believe that. Do you think Saquon's the closest thing we have to him physically? Well... Like moves-wise, like style-wise? Maybe. I I need to see more before I go there because... I can't say he's more elusive than Shady in Shady's prime. I ain't talking about the prompt said right now. How the players oh, are yeah. right now. I mean, yeah, you think he's the closest things we got? Yeah, 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 move-wise, yeah. Yeah, Shady was uh, shiftier. Yeah, I think Shady... Barry's shit was all hips and running weird angles. I think, uh, I think Shady has a lot of Barry's traits, just not as good as Barry. That's, uh, yeah. like, uh, I think Shady is the most elusive back ever outside of Barry, even over Gale Sayers. Maybe for, not for the time, but, uh, Shady, 
he's just got so much more on tape than Gale does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gale only had five seasons, you know, and uh, there's not a ton of footage. So Shady's just done it for so long. I mean, and Shady, I just, I've seen Shady just make people look stupid and, and not lay a finger on him. And, you know, he's had amazing, amazing moves, uh, you know, like nobody else I've ever seen, like, Besides Barry, when you watch footage of Barry, that's the only thing I've ever seen that makes guys miss the way Shady has been able to in his career. Um, so I think Shady's the most elusive back since Barry Sanders. But Saquon looks like he could be that too. But Saquon looks like he's more to me. Saquon looks like he has LaShawn McCoy moves, but Zeke Elliott power. Yeah, <laughs> when I equate it, like I... I think of Shady having more vision and moves mm -hmm. than like, like Saquon. That that when Malcolm launched himself at him, he just literally hurdled him within a foot from each other. Yeah, he did that. That's physical prowess. That isn't so much moves. It's just he can react that fast and do those things mm -hmm. that you can't even hit him. Like that that one run was like nine yards, and like how many people got a shot at him? Oh man, no one can lay a fucking finger on the kid. Yeah, you know? on. And he's a big, strong kid. It ain't yeah. like he's this little dude who's making all... Like, no, exactly. It, he's got a Zeke Elliott, Todd Gurley build, but he's running the ball elusive like Christian McCaffrey or McC yeah, McCoy that, in his prime. The, it's It doesn't compute. No, it, does, like, like, it doesn't make sense when you look at it. Like Zeke, if Zeke gets a crazy nine-yard run, it's probably because he broke a couple tackles. He, yeah. He, he beast-moded it. You know, same with Todd Gurley. They're not going to make those plays that... Saquon did the way he did, the, the, the hurtling Malcolm in that tight space, running you know? sideways, hip sideways, spinning Juking, out of it. Yeah, yeah man. man, just. That's also he's also completely relying on inst uh, his uh, reflex. Yeah, and reaction. And so that doesn't always hold up for very long. Yeah, but dude, what I saw against you guys, man, mm -hmm. that's terrifying. If he develops that any further, that ability, and they put a you know get a good line in front of him. Yeah. Good Lord, dude. That's going to be trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. No, but but running backs don't change the game away other quarter, other players do that quarterbacks. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he could still be the baddest dude, but they'll, that might not equate to them winning. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got to really – running backs are a weird weird breed like that. Yeah. You know, you, that doesn't just gonna mean you're going to be a winner just because you got an awesome running back. I hear you. Barry's yeah. one reason. Yeah. You look at Barry. Yeah, the days. As dope as he was, that didn't equate to no winning. Yeah, those those old Houston Oilers teams where they bum Phillips, play good defense and pound the ball, it's over. You know, they didn't win that way, by the way. Yeah. But uh, you can uh, do it at the end of games. Yeah. If you if you got that kind of game, you can do it in the fourth quarter if you got a lead. Yeah. It's the only time it even matters. But you still, yeah, exactly. Quarters one through three, it's a track meet. But you're not winning that way anymore. No, no. Uh, the way, uh, like the 72 Dolphins. The rules won't let you play defense like that to where yeah. you can hold teams. Just, yeah. You know, you can slow teams down. That's where it's at now. And even then, like that recipe still doesn't. It's not like we have this long track record of championship after championship won that way. There's a select teams over the years yep. that have won that way. The Redskins kind of did it, but I would even they still had Joe Theismann making plays. Even though they did kind of play that way, they played good defense, run the ball with Riggins. You still had Theismann making a handful of chunk plays in every one of those games, too. Yep. Uh, rarely do you get, because the Oilers were the antithesis of that. They were 
great defense, give the ball to Earl Campbell. That's it. They didn't have no pass game whatsoever. You know, they were that, you know, but they also never could get a pass to the teams that did have a quarterback. <laughs> they lost to the Steelers, the Bengals, you know, in the playoffs, you know. And recently, who, who's been able to do that? Who's been the able Panthers to, have tried it. The Panthers have tried it, but they do it weird because they got their quarterback. He's one of the runners. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that, that but, almost doesn't qualify to me. They're maybe. like the only team that I can think of that's like their their game plan is strictly we're going to play tough defense and just going to run the fucking football. Yeah. It's not, they, it's not how they won today, I'll tell you that. Yeah. You know, so that recipe, they won the ball throwing it today because they, they tried that strategy the whole game and it didn't work. And then the fourth quarter, they aired it out. So I don't I don't think that's the recipe in today's game at all. No, it's not. No. It goes in cycles, so I don't know if we'll ever get back to that, though. Yeah. Unless they get some sort of change in equipment and they're able to lax the rules a little bit mm-hmm. or something to where teams go back to that because it's not even beneficial. No, it's not. Like you said, only when you're up and you need to run out the clock. That's the only time it's good to do that play. Otherwise, you know, you want to score points and air it out. That's how you win. Yeah, yeah. And you, at the end of the day, like all these defenses, what's crazy is the first couple weeks we're talking about, me and you were talking about all these awesome defenses out there in the league right now because you had Jacksonville mm-hmm. and you had the Rams and – and the Ravens, and we were like, what's going on? Like, man, defense really making come up. No nope. shit. You can't. You're. You can slow teams down. Yep. That's about it, man. Yep. That yeah, the dominant defense, like the the '06 Bears. You know what I mean? Like the league won't let you play it. No, the Seahawks might be the last great defense we see for a while. You know, like dominant defense. You, you know can do mean? for a few years before I can. Yeah, yeah, and they they. And they had an attitude about them. Like yeah. the, the whole thing has to go together. They drafted really, really well. Let's just yeah. face it. They, 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 they for a while they were just killing it in the draft every year, man. Well, we are at the end of this this tape, man. We made it. Yeah. We just cruised through an hour. Well, we really didn't cover many games. Uh, the Chiefs are awesome. Yep. <laughs> Rams still undefeated. Yep. And uh, that's about all you need to know. Yep. You guys are caught up to speed. Which, well, I- yeah, we'll have another one for you. I Let's think see. our next one, we're going to do a list. We're going to do the d- jersey numbers from the NFL. We're going to run through them, 1 through 99. This first episode is going to be 1 through 25. Yep. We're going to give the best of all time. So uh, until then, peace out. Peace.